The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Welcome to the Trade Thrive Podcast. This is your host, Tanner. I want to thank you guys. It's been a great couple weeks of you guys jumping on, listening to the podcast, giving me feedback. Please share your feedback with me. Hit me up on Instagram. Send me a message on wherever. I know a lot of you guys text me. Hit me up through email. I want to hear your feedback on this stuff. And maybe if I need to elaborate a little more on some of the topics, uh, we can definitely do so. So I want to talk to you about a topic today. You've heard me say this on my Instagram, if you follow me on the stories, um, <laughs> you know, this is something that's really helped me take control of the sale, sell more jobs, and kind of really uh, give me some guidance on what direction I need to head in when I am showcasing what my company can do for a homeowner. And I like to call this, uh, we'll start with calling it the expectation gap. And if you haven't heard of this term, uh, you're not alone because I feel like that I've created it. Um, so don't feel intimidated by the term. But where, where I'm getting at is, is that I've recognized through doing this for so long and doing so many estimates that everyone has an idea of how much they believe the job is going to cost. And if everyone has an idea on how much they believe the job is going to cost, that means you are going against some sort of opposition, right? So what they believe the job is going to cost and what you're pricing the job for, that's called the expectation gap, right? And your job is to fill that gap. And I want to kind of retract back to what it is that have has given them uh, this idea of what the job can cost. And this could be a previous experience. This could be a few other bids they may have gotten before you. This could be a neighbor's experience. This could be some research that they did. And if you come in there with a price that doesn't align with that expectation or if it's too far away and, you know, it's hard to identify what too far away is without them actually telling you, um, if it's too far away, you know, they're just going to shut off the valve. They're going to tell you, hey, thanks so much. We have to think about it and you'll never hear from them again. So your job is to fill the expectation gap. And the way that we do this is kind of really we want to eliminate old beliefs. We want to eliminate bad standards, bad processes. And I I always kind of just highlight this experience I had with this granite company and me being a new homeowner, my wife wanted new granite in the house. So of course, me being a contractor, I was all for it, you know, all right, fine, you know, I'll do this. I'm excited to see what other contractors are doing. I'm excited to see other sales processes. I'm excited to see what it's like as a consumer you know, I really don't hire out a lot of things, but in this case, I don't know how to do granite. So I figured, okay, now it's time to hire out. All right. So not really ever experiencing what it's like to have granite installed. Everything was new to me. Okay. I had no idea what the price was going to be. I, I really didn't. I mean, I've had some generalizations. Someone said, you know, 35 to 50 dollars a square foot or, or whatever. I mean, I really just didn't have an idea. So what we did was we went out 
And, you know, we looked on Google. That's the first reaction I had. So pay attention. A lot of your newer homeowners, I'm young, I'm a millennial. Okay, we're going right to Google. Uh, That is the way we do things now. So I went right to Google, looked at the reviews, found the company with the most best reviews, obviously, called them, uh, scheduled them to come out and give me an estimate. So the kid comes over. I like that he was on time. Kid came over, um, you know, and he's just like, I'm just like studying this guy. Came over, literally just came in the house. I don't even remember his name. Okay. Came in the house, did a quick estimate. He needs to learn sales from me. He would do so much better. Came over, did a quick estimate, measured everything, had this really nice graph paper, sketched out my countertops, left, you know, and I had to chase him down to get the quote. (laughs) Um, We had another guy come in. He was late, didn't make me feel good, made me feel a little uncomfortable. I didn't want him working in my house. I don't care what his price was. He's gone. I couldn't get another company to come out. So the other company, the first one, finally gave us a quote after we like emailed them three times. And we went with them by default because, you know, the market here sucks. So if you're in the central Florida area and you want to start a granite company, you don't have much competition here. So anyway, guy gives us a quote. You know, we are excited. Doesn't really let us know how to go about getting the granite. So we have to call the office. So where do we get the granite? Uh, well, you know, there's a couple places you can go. You can go here, you can go here again. I've never done this before, so we can get into all the things he did wrong, but I really just want to get to the point where I had to call them to figure out to get the granite. When the subcontractors came, which I wasn't even aware of, they had subcontractors. When the subcontractors came, you know, they were late. They didn't come at the right time. You know, I think the total cost for the job was right around three grand. They, they were late. They, they didn't, uh, you know, they didn't come on time. There was, a, there was an issue with one of the slabs. I mean, the whole process was chaotic. Literally, my, my wife was upset, right? Um, you know, but the end result turned out okay, okay? So going forward, if I were to purchase another house and if I were to get granite in that house, I would have an idea now of what it should be in terms of how much I should pay for a granite installation. And if someone came in and did the exact same thing, I would expect to pay right around three grand. But what if someone comes in and charges me five grand for similar work, right? Um, And let's say similar granite style to keep everything consistent, right? Five grand. Let's say he did like 4,900, okay? And he comes in similar granite style. Let's say it's like a level three granite, comes in, does a nice presentation and keeps this expectation gap in mind. And he, he asked me a simple question. And this is a question a lot of you guys that follow me are painters, and I'll use that painter analogy, but I'm going to use it for granite. Have you ever hired a professional granite company before? And you guys who are painters, I know a lot of you guys you know, follow me because I'm in the painting business. I'm going to just bridge this question because I want you to start using it. Have you ever hired a professional house painting company before? And if someone comes in and sits down with me and asks me that question, yes, I actually have. And he could say, well, what was that experience like for you? Uh, well, um, you know, to be honest, I would pretty much rattle off all the things I'm rattling off on this podcast about how terrible the experience was. (laughs) And he could identify those things and say, actually, uh, Tanner, you know, one thing you'll love about us is you get a dedicated, uh, representative that's going to be checking in on you to keep you updated on the process. 
We're also going to facilitate the place you need to go to get your granite. And then once you get the granite, we will work with them to obviously get it over to our shop and then fabricate it and, you know, make sure it's perfect. We'll let you know when the fabrication process is done. And then we're going to give you about a week notice to let you know when our employees are going to be here. And just so you know, Tanner, I know you said that they had subcontractors. We actually invest in employees. Everyone works for our company. And we have workers' comp and we have you know general liability insurance. Now you were upset that something happened with the granite. You know, we are gonna have a project manager here as the job starts. Uh, and then the two installers will work on the job. He will then return to your house once it's done, do a thorough inspection. We're also gonna call you uh, about a you know an hour and a half, two hours after to make sure that you know, let's say the polish, you know, cures or whatever. Okay, you guys get where I'm getting at with this. Okay. So my expectation was three grand. He says, Tanner, you know, we're going to do a phenomenal job. You know, hopefully I've done a good job of showcasing that. Here's the quote. And let's say it comes out to 4,900. He has now brought my expectation of what three grand was all the way up to 4,900. And I could say, you know what? I could go through the pain of finding someone else to do this work for three grand, or I can go with this guy who has obviously built so much value as to why his price is what it is versus what I thought my price was going to be, that it makes it that much more, I would say, I'm encouraged now to go with his price because I'm getting value in return compared to what it is I paid before. And if he didn't do that, if he said, okay, it's going to be 4900 and just left, well, then we're in trouble because I, I really have no clue why his price is 4900 other than the fact that he says they do a good job. So your job is to build what's called a value sandwich. And I use this term to help you remember because it's something that you really, it's going to be hard for you to forget. It's the value sandwich. And, you know, the, you have two buns in a sandwich. The bottom bun is the customer's expectation. So for me, it was the three grand granite, you know, and I bought my new house and I'm thinking, yeah, it should be around three grand for some new granite. Okay. Um, and then the top bun is what the contractor's price is. So for you listening as a contractor, the top bun would be your price. And then the meat and the tomato and the, you know, the cheese is the value that he built. So he said that he's going to have a project manager there. Okay. So he identified one of my pain points. Um, he also, you know, made sure that uh, he was going to facilitate the selection process. So again, identifying a pain point from my previous experience. Uh, oh, employees. Oh, identified a pain point and he's solving those problems. And that's creating value. That's making him more valuable than the last experience I had. So I think this is a major thing that if you are not identifying where your customers are getting their expectations from, you're literally not even giving yourself a chance. And you should get in the habit of asking this every single estimate. Hey, have you ever hired a professional painting company before? I have had people tell me, yeah, I have. Yeah. Oh, well, what was that experience? Like, oh, it was just one guy and he came in and I provided the paint, you know, and I'm like, oh, good. Thanks for telling me this because, you know, we provide the paint and we have a team of four. And it's like, you know, maybe you've heard me say this analogy where I talk about a restaurant and how a restaurant you can identify, you know, pretty much everything that's going to happen in a restaurant because you've been to so many restaurants. You know, you get sat by the, you know, the host, you get the dinner menu, you get the drinks, you just know what's going to happen. And contracting, everyone does it differently. There's literally no two companies the same, even franchises. They can't keep everyone to do things the same in contracting. It just doesn't happen. So you need to be able to identify where's your expectation coming from? What was that experience like? 
I'm, I'm here to show you why we're different and you're going to pay me more for that because your experience before was a poor one. You know, maybe you didn't have a good experience. Now let's talk about if they had a phenomenal experience and they keep gloating about, uh, you know, the, the amazing painters that they had. And I come across a, where is he? Why isn't he here? No, I'm kidding. I don't say that. <laughs> um, somebody posted that on my Instagram. You know, I had a little, you know, meme come up and the, it was about, you know, people saying how great the last painter was. And, and one of the guys was like, yeah, I say, well, where is he? Why, why isn't he here? Um, no, we don't say that. But what we do do is highlight the same things that we do uh, as that other company. So, you know, if they love the fact that the other company checked in on them or, you know, had a, had a big team, you know, I'll say, oh, well, we have a big team, too. Oh, well, we definitely make sure that we call. I mean, these are things that you need to do. So the value sandwich is going to help you build, uh, you know, that gap. It's going to help you close that gap, excuse me, between what their expectation is and what your price is. So if you're listening to this and you're a painting contractor, Great news. We are offering website design now. And even if you're not a painting contractor, go to tradethrive.com. Uh, we are offering a really cool deal for anyone that's listening to this podcast. So if you're listening to this podcast, head over to tradethrive.com. And then I want you to send me an email and say, hey, I just went over. I submitted the form for the website. I listened to the podcast. I really want to get to know you a little bit, a bit, little bit, and I want to figure out what is best for you. We also do redesign. And what's cool about these websites now is that we're putting an Instagram gallery on them. We're doing a Facebook Messenger button that is for your customers that want instant communication. We're all communicating through Messenger of some sort. We're all DMing. We're all instant messaging. So why is our website relying on an old outdated form that gets sent to your email that you probably sometimes overlook and then you figure out later too late in the day and then it just becomes this like long drawn out thing when you have people uh, that are putting in that request hoping to get a quick response we've eliminated that so go to the web design tab at tradethrive.com check it out look at some of the work that we've done see the differences look at your website See, hey, you know, these websites are pretty good, and we got a sweet deal for you if you are a podcast listener. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you listening today. Follow me on Instagram at Trey Thrive. We'll catch you. Hey, I just want to take a second to thank you for joining me here on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Um, I'm just going to take this opportunity to let you know that my passion is coaching people, helping people. Um, I've changed my Instagram name to at Contractor Coach. And I did that because that is my passion. I want to help you. So please reach out to me. If you have an issue going on in your business, send me an email, find me on Instagram, message me, and let's do a breakthrough session. I want to work through your problems in your business to help you get to that next level. And, and one thing that I always say is this, you know, the difference between those that get over the humps and the hurdles in business is just a change in perspective. And that's what I plan to offer you. So Get with me, message me, allow me to help you take your business to the next level.